2: The reasonable voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Welcome to the Reasonable Voices Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, and today my guest is something of a miracle worker as far as I'm concerned. Her name is Sue Ellen Haver, and all her students and people who come to her to see Russell, her real honest-to-goodness terrier, call her Haver. Susan Ellen is a licensed speech pathologist and certified wellness coach. She's the writer who created Muscles with Russell, a program that shares uh, with the community and the state of Virginia and anywhere else you want to invite her, uh, sharing uh, her story, uh, her Russell and her story, Haver's story, uh, that helps people face life's challenges. She and Russell serve in preschools, both elementary and middle school, libraries, Christian schools, hospitals, churches, senior centers, those who benefit from uh, her work uh, certainly have have been between elementary school age and, and senior citizens, that's for sure. So there's something for everyone is what I'm trying to say. So let me let Sue Ellen Haver, or Haver we'll call her, speak for herself. Haver, how are you today? I am wonderful. How are you, Marcello? I'm wonderful. I always am wonderful when I get to talk to you. We need to do it more often. But I think
1: that's a great idea. Yes,
2: so do I. Haver is, uh, as I said, the founder of uh, Muscles with Russell. What do you say the, the official mission is, Haver?
1: The mission is to
0: let children and their families know that sometimes when things happen at the time, We think that we are at a loss, but really we are at a gain. And in the process, through my own personal experience of loss of home, parents, and my health, I was able to find a way of taking that loss and turning it into a positive Mm. for children and their families. Mm -hmm. Uh, The great thing about it is I didn't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Never in a million years would I ever think I would be team-teaching with a live dog named Russell, who yeah. <laughs> went through the same things that I
2: went through. Yes, tell us about that, because you and you and Russell um, ha- had a similar background before you met, and then you were brought together by life uh, and its challenges, both difficult and uh, rewarding, and you both seemed to overcome that a- adversity and... And together, you are you are changing lives. Tell us about that.
0: I think what really means a lot to people is relating it to a real story. When you were teaching or meeting someone for the first time, I think what's so powerful about muscles with Russell is it's based on a real life situation of losing something that has meant so much to you. And sometimes we take things for granted, Mm -hmm. but in a moment's notice, we can be at loss of home, health, and almost our life. Well, in November, a wonderful thing happens as I was trying to come back from loss of my home due to mold.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, A wonderful dog came into my life through a mutual friend, and little did I know how much we would have in common. Hmm. where well, we both have lost parents, home, and family. And I guess there was a reason we came together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's maybe why it works out so well, because Russell is able to go into a presentation and actually sense what children need to hear and actually what children need to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very smart animal. And I kind of come in and work behind him. I've learned so much working with him and learning patience, uh, understanding, uh, sensitivity. Because when you work with an animal, it's so powerful. And sometimes animals can reach people and children when you or I can't.
2: Mm-hmm. I can. I can certainly believe that. But you, you have. Uh, let's be clear. Russell is no ordinary dog. He has uh, awards. He's earned yes. certification. Tell us something about. Of what he acquired to be the, the wonder dog that he is.
0: Uh, well, of course, when we first got each other, he was very scared. Yes. He had lost his parents and family and uh, was trying to learn who I was as I was trying to learn who he was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, of course, before you begin education with your dog, they have to be at least a year, a year and a half. And so we began going to several teachers in the area, getting the... Good Citizens Award, which is 10 items that Russell has to pass. It takes a daily routine when Russell goes outside. Mm -hmm. You have to uh, teach him something from that assessment. And you usually proceed with the AKC before you then go to the International Therapy Dog Certification, which is 13 items. But the dog has to demonstrate basic uh, commands. Mm Mm-hmm. He also has to be able to work with children. He
1: also needs
0: to be able to greet other dogs and other people mm-hmm. with a wagging tail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he also, uh, this is probably hard for you or I, uh, you put a wonderful ribeye steak in front of you and I, we want to eat that steak.
1: Exactly. But the <laughs> He can't touch that
0: steak. He can't touch any of the food that is presented close to him or even that falls on the floor, he has to leave it. Also, some of the things that we had to do, they may drop a bowl or a chair, and when that particular item drops, he cannot move. He cannot run away or be upset. Mm. So just some of the basic very detailed test, and um, if you don't do all 13, you will not pass. So it took many months Actually, years before we were able to get Russell ready for that evaluation, we really needed that to be able to go where we needed to go because it's a credit—it's credibility for Russell.
2: Sure. So, so he's um, well. I—if I didn't mention, I want to say you, you are a motivational wellness education uh, program for children and their families, and Russell has been. And as I said, you are a licensed pathologist, so. You, you yes. certainly have you certainly have been prepared educationally to do what you do. Uh, the way you do it, however, is a gift. One can't necessarily go to school to become Haver, but uh, th- that's a beautiful <laughs> well, thing. You. But but um, Russell, to be clear, is a terrier, a real dog, and he holds the AKC Good Citizens Award. Is that what you were describing to us? What? Yes. Okay. He, 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 has the AKC, Secret Citizens Award, he also holds the International Therapy Dog Award, too. There's two uh-huh. separate tests that he has to pass. Okay, so uh, this International Certification for Being a Therapy Dog, I'm, I know that that should be obvious, but let's assume it's not. What exactly does that mean? Is uh, Being a therapy dog is somewhat, it seems to me, more than not eating the steak that falls on the floor. So that's an additional wonderful thing.
0: There is, uh, of course, uh, a program Hmm. that uh, we are a member of, and uh, we have to um, wear his badge, which is required. But this allows us to go into Ah. hospitals, different different medical facilities. Yes. uh, And you have to wear that badge. And we wear that badge wherever we go. It's really kind of accountability, credibility, uh, because you just can't go into really a hospital uh, without that certification, or I wouldn't do it, also with insurance and things like that. Yes. So it just really um, is very um, very respected. And when you have that, people uh, just really uh, know that Russell's gone through extensive training. November 21st, uh, 2012, uh, he was adopted by a wonderful friend in Crozet uh, through a mutual acquaintance. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, was, found him from the Greene County Animal Shelter and brought him home and worked with him for about three weeks. And uh, uh, was falling in love with him, but she knew that she wanted him to have the right home. And I had been looking for a dog for several months and... Uh, he came home one Sunday afternoon and uh, 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 we've been together. I couldn't believe it. We've been together now for five years this wow. year. We reached our five year mark. And it's going by too fast, but, um, wherever he goes, I go. Exactly. And, uh, we, think, we think a lot of each other. Exactly. He's the best friend. Best friend. Yeah. We were very lucky. We received our, 501 uh, C3 in just seven months, which I've been told pretty, pretty quick. So we were very grateful for that. And, uh, we work very closely with a lot of people in Stanton, just uh, making sure that we uh, continue that um, status. Mm
2: -hmm. So how, you know, the the Muscles with Russell program, it runs uh, from May to August? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, we uh, usually
0: run the programs during the summer, of course. I work full-time in the public schools, so in the summer is when we have a lot of time to just really focus. Uh, on of all of the program. And we really want to keep the kids uh, involved in wellness. Many times, you know, we go on vacation, and when you're in public school, we can kind of work with you and oversee what you're doing and mm-hmm. how you're doing it. So we're able to work with a lot of schools during the summer, summer programs, uh, and just helping the kids uh, to continue to use those positive life skills and positive wellness choices.
2: hmm Okay, so what does Russell do during the program? I just feel like it's not fair or even accurate to say he performs, but I guess he is performing. Uh, he's showing and he's, his, and he is entertaining, but he's also educational. Tell us. Well, everything that he does is educational.
0: One of the first things we do before we get started as an icebreaker is we get Russell to demonstrate good listening skills. Hmm. Uh, Russell shows how to make good eye contact and follow rules. Mm -hmm. What I do is kind of cute is if it's a little bit noisy, I will put earmuffs on Russell's (laughs) ears and and I will say something, oh, Russell, it's kind of noisy in here, right? I'm sorry, you can't hear or you're not able to, oh, wait a minute. And as soon as I put those earmuffs on, oh, my goodness, it gets very
1: quiet. Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to get kids to do
0: is demonstrate the same skills that Russell is doing live because it's so important to be quiet, maintain eye contact, follow rules, very important in anything you do in your life. And then Russell proceeds to go through uh, the presentation of stay on the trail and you won't fail or don't be weird, take the stairs. And he does various lines of demonstrating life skills and wellness skills. There's actually a part where uh, he has to pick water or soda Mm -hmm. or an apple, or um, cake, or candy, or carrots, and we usually do it in color-coded bowls, so we put all the wrong answers in the red bowl,
1: which Mm -hmm. means
0: stop, and all the right answers in the green bowl, which means go, Mm
1: -hmm. and we
0: get the kids to predict outcomes of what they think Russell's going to do, and of course, Russell usually gets 100% on his test, so It's kind of neat because the kids will maybe make a comment oh well I'm going to drink chocolate milk well that's great I think chocolate milk is wonderful and what really happens a lot of times is the kids will correct each other in the audience they'll Mm -hmm. uh, say something to the effect of well don't you think you should drink water like Russell?
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: you know when you've got kids teaching kids that's really what it's all about. Yes. And you kind of step back and be quiet because they're going to do what he does and it's so interesting when we come back and meet with the kids later on or we do evaluations they always remember everything that he does yes they don't forget a thing (laughs) Uh, you and i would be up there uh, but they will remember everything that russell does that's
2: correct it's really it's fantastic now i want to stress that you work with uh, children of all ages, from elementary school yeah. to senior citizens, but that's you correct. also specialize in in children with, or people with autism, uh, hearing impairment, communications yeah. impairment. Tell us a bit how that works. How is it different?
1: Well, you know,
0: there's been some wonderful stories uh, because disabilities, that's what I've done all of my career, working with communication children with. Uh, Autism, uh, speech impaired, uh, and I guess we all have something. But there's been so many powerful memories for us. I mm-hmm. remember at a library um, one afternoon, uh, this young man was not listening and was telling me how I should be teaching the class
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, this and that. And I also, and you need to have a conversation with him and listen to what he's doing. Well, at the end of the presentation, we had a part where your right go toward the light and there's a part where Russell goes through the tunnel and we get the kids to follow him. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, this
0: little boy got stuck in the tunnel
1: Mm.
0: and we said, what are we going to do? And Russell immediately went to the outside of the tunnel and when the little boy moved, he would move. And then he Uh, moved and Russell would move. uh, And then Russell went to the end of the tunnel and just laid down and looked at this little boy. And I thought, I sure hope become comes true because if I try to go in that tunnel, I'll probably get stuck <laughs> So he came out of the tunnel finally and he went racing to his mother and he said,
1: Mom, these guys are awesome. And I'm going, wait a minute. So <laughs> he's been chilly for the
0: past 45 minutes. And I go, wait a minute, what's going on? And he goes over and he asks his mother for some money and I'm going, what's he doing? And he comes over and he places the money in front of Russell and he says, Russell, I want to give you this money so you can give it to somebody who can buy your books because they need the books a lot more than I do. Hmm. And all of us could
2: not even move. Oh, what could you do after that? And,
0: And some child who may have been challenged heard everything that you said, remembered everything that you said and realized, well, I know, yes, I've got a disability but maybe I can help somebody else Mm -hmm. with a greater disability. Yes. And you don't, you you don't teach, it just happens. Or another powerful story, we were at another library up in Fishersdale, Virginia, and the little girl was deaf. She didn't speak. She had some kind of impairment. That was the day I took Russell's pillow. And the little girl went running out of the room, and I was talking to Russell and said, Russell, are you very scared? Are you afraid you're going to say something wrong? And her mother in the back said, "We, you know, she's not going to come back. Uh, she, she's not going to come back. She doesn't speak. And I said, Russell, where is your pillow? Hmm. And so we brought the pillow over and we sat down and Russell and I started talking to ourselves. And all of a sudden, the little girl looked around the corner.
1: <laughs>
0: and I said, Russell, I'm not scared. Are you scared? I'm not scared. Maybe uh, the this- friend of ours who left the room can come back and help you, Russell, so you won't be scared anymore.
2: That's right.
0: And she came back, she signed the word dog, and then she went, GOG.
1: Ah. And I didn't
0: hear if she didn't say it right. I said, she said something. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen in the presentation. And sometimes you just have to change. For a moment. Yes. But what you need to do or what somebody needs to hear. And mom was in the back just crying and I said, Wow, I can't believe it. I and mean, you know, even though I'm doing muscles muscle, to I'm still a teacher. Yes. And my profession has helped me tremendously in this thing that oh, yes. came to me through a great adversity, uh, how it has turned out to be probably the
1: best thing that's ever happened in my life
2: and a lot of other lives, I'll say, Haver. We're we're going to take a short break now. We're talking to Sue Ellen Haver, and she and Russell work for kids, about kids, made by kids. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Today's film has a brilliant cast that includes some of the finest actors of our time. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Albert Finney, Ethan Hawke, and Marissa Torme. In Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, Hoffman plays an addicted antagonist living beyond his means. His excesses lead him into a desperate plot with his brother for robbing the local jewelry store. They know the store well. They've grown up there. It's their family's store. There will be no guns, and their parents don't work on Saturday. What could go wrong? Immersing ourselves in the work of so many master craftsmen is always rewarding. Heading them up is 81-year-old veteran director Sidney Lumet, who just the year before had received Oscar's Lifetime Achievement Award. He was widely respected for his energy and his realistic, intricate, and intense storytelling. Who could forget such films as The Verdict, 12 Angry Men, Failsafe, Dog Day Afternoon, or Network. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead would turn out to be Lumet's swan song. He died at age 86 in 2011. This was his last film and surely one of his finest films, a triumphant crown on a very rich career. Indie Film Minute. Not in theaters. Discovery through rentals. Welcome back to the Reasonable Voices talk radio show I'm your host Marcello Rolando and as I introduced in our first segment our first reasonable voice today is Sue Ellen Haver. She is a licensed speech pathologist and certified wellness coach and she works with a wonderful terrier, Russell, and they work together with with her creation of Muscles with Russell. They go to preschools and uh, elementary and middle schools and libraries Christian schools, hospitals, churches, senior centers. They work with all ages, from elementary school to senior citizen. And while they specialize in uh, children of all ages with disabilities, they work with all families and all children and adults uh, in this beautiful program, Muscles with Russell. It is a happy time. It's inspiring. And she was telling us some of the wonderful stories that and how she and Russell have had an effect on children but um, we want to talk now about the books uh, Haver has written at least 10 books uh, many yeah. of them I have right in front of me and more to come and is even talking to a publisher who seems to be quite interested so that's good news so Muscles with Russell I noticed on a brochure that uh, in addition to the thing I really love for kids about kids Made by kids. It uh, spells out Russell's name R, respectful, U, understanding, S, sensitive, S, supportive, E, enthusiastic, L, loyal, L, loving. That's Russell, and that's what Muscles with Russell is all about. Many of the books are coloring books, and I love that, but this one that, uh, let me just, yes, Just Climb with Russell's Rhyme. Tell us about that one.
0: That book is a very special book dedicated to a Mr. Wally Lossing, who is not with us. Uh, He passed away three years ago in February, uh, one day before my birthday. I would not have Russell if it weren't for Wally getting that dog for me. So it's a very powerful book. The book includes all of my rescue dogs. There's a dog named Bonnie,
1: Mm.
0: who's a pit bull. And then there's little Jackie, the little black terrier, mixed terrier. And Jackie came to live with Russell a few months later because I didn't want Russell to be alone. I wanted to have a friend, and Jackie was here, too, and uh, had gone through a very challenging home. And uh, we were lucky to get him. And then Bonnie, who was my husband's favorite dog, also also was a rescue uh, from Salem, Virginia. And one day we decided we would include all the dogs in this book. Hmm. And this book talks about life skills, actually how you should be in your life every day. Yes. And it's a poetic, inspirational rhyme book that has pictures of all of the dogs demonstrating positive life skills. And in the end, of course, they come together as one. And what's so important for us, and of course the dogs, is love and family. Hmm. And of course, never giving up. And so... That book took about nine hours in the really, really hot sun of photographing each dog demonstrating Mm -hmm. that positive life should go. Mm -hmm. But we got through it, and we've had a lot of wonderful comments on the book. And that book can actually be shared with everybody in the family, and we actually uh, had that book as a presentation for one of our church presentations, which was wonderful. So uh, it basically has... Uh, Just the things that
2: you and I should be every single day of our life. Yes.
0: Demonstrated by dogs. Yes. And poetry. I mean, it's,
2: you know, rhymes that, uh, as you say, would speak to young and old. But certainly the children must. uh, I mean, when we talk about it, they they say that our children learn to read by our reading to them initially. And this book is perfect for that.
0: And a lot of times they'll, you know, even in the coloring books and a lot of our books, I love rhyme. Kids like to say rhyme. They like to rap. Yes. But the thing is, they love the pictures, okay? Yes, yes. It's a live dog. I want to open the book and see what it's about. And then each dog has just the cutest little thing that they do in there. (laughs) And uh, it just shows a lot of happiness and a lot of joy And that, hey, we're glad we're adopted. We're glad we've got a family. And we want to share... Our life with some people out there that are looking for a family yes. and maybe don't think they're gonna find one but you know sometimes you look a long time but then you finally find out where you belong again so much of our books are about our real life but what we've gone through and what we want to share with the world that hey Russell and I found each other and uh, we found a way to not give up and take what we've learned and use it uh, to help
1: other people
2: yes there are two things that you've said that I think we want to make certain everyone heard. And one is your dogs are all rescue dogs. That's that right. They saved you, uh, you saved them, yep. and now they're saving a lot of children. And then the That's other correct. thing is at least one is a pit bull. And we've been told to, uh, even Russell looks like he's got pit bull in him, but we've been told to be afraid of pit bulls. Now, I know people very well who have pit bulls who are amazingly obedient but your experience n- not only in um, in the program muscles with russell but the the choice of dogs even i think is another lesson we don't just well go ahead
0: don't we don't we sometimes look at people from the outside
2: yes But mm-hmm. we look at children and
0: we look at dogs the same way yes uh, i want to say the Staffordshire uh, terrier was the most decorated Dog in World War II, I didn't know that until I went to Scholastic. Mm. And I have a big sign that I I carry that's a just a huge sign about Russell and how he loves kids. And we still kind of have to prove ourselves because many people look at Russell and they say, "Oh, that's a pit bull." So we have uh, had to continue to work very hard. Uh, we've had to continue to go many many places, and of course. Russell travels with a really an impeccable resume. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, you can have a bad dog in any breed. Yes. There have been dogs we all know that have lost their lives because they did. And so we are trying to uh, continue to support Russell and his breed and uh, the other breeds. Yes, I do have a pit bull. Bonnie, very sweet dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, came, uh, won the AKC Puppy Award. Oh. Uh, out of, out of, yeah, and uh, and everybody talks about Bonnie. They're very, very intelligent dogs. They're very sensitive. Uh, they're highly intelligent. They know words. your tone of your voice. Uh, and when they know it, they know it. They don't forget it. And mm-hmm. I think you can find that in many breeds, many intelligent breeds of dogs. But we again, have to continue to do, you know, very good work. Uh, Again, we we carry our credentials and we hope that people will um, maybe uh, change some of their views again. uh, Sometimes when you hear sad stories about pit bulls, uh, people will get scared and understand that And you know, we meet people that have been bitten by dogs and I actually got bit by a dog too. I'm not going to talk about breed, but you kind of are scared about that. And you just have to respect people and their individuality and continue to let Russell shine. Yes. And, and the great thing is, uh, you know, we've been very blessed. Russell's always done an outstanding job. And the thing about it, when you go through training, you know, you want your dog to be as close to 100% before you even go in there because we trained for so many months, actually over almost two years mm-hmm. before we were ready. You know, we wanted him to be the best and uh, be able to work with other dogs, work with other people. You know, just uh, some of the training uh, with Russell. I know when we first started, you know, we had to practice. Had somebody have a crutch fall or a cane
1: mm, mm-hmm. and
0: Russell was very afraid of, of crutches we didn't know why and mm. he would come to the table and hide and I'd say Russell now this is going to hurt you and I would walk around with a cane or I'd walk on crutches all sure. day long walked with Russell with crutches uh, so I don't know if something happened in his life
2: but, Probably, yes.
0: uh, but we just have to continue we're training all the time we're continuing to teach him Continuing to take him uh, into new places. Uh, you know, we work. Uh, we love working with veterans. That's another big area that we love working with our vets.
1: And mm-hmm. uh,
0: so uh, that's kind of you know to me, animals have feelings,
1: sure. uh, just like people.
0: Everybody deserves a second chance, and we should not hold any grudges toward dogs or people.
2: Uh, I couldn't agree more. And you mentioned I am a veteran. And when anyone mentions working with veterans and for veterans, immediately I want to talk about that. Certainly, uh, when it comes to therapy, uh, Russell is no stranger, but veterans, in particular veterans of uh, foreign wars, uh, come home and not all the same as they were when they left. And families have to contend with that. There are extreme examples we hear about in the news but there are examples also that are not quite as extreme. But but the veteran needs our help, and when people say support our troops, I get so annoyed because most of the time they don't. That doesn't mean anything to them. But what you and Russell do with veterans and for veterans is what that means. Well, one thing
0: Russell always wears the red like, well, you know, He always has an American flag bandana. We wear it wherever we go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're very proud of the flag. When we presented at a veterans' presentation, the first thing we did is Russell and I shook everybody's hand. Mm -hmm. Whether I shook it or Russell shook his paw, and Mm -hmm. we said thank you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think we all need to say thank you every single day for uh, all that we have. And doing that really helped me realize and, and just grounded me Because I can go out and speak and say what I've been through, but then again, how could I really know what you've gone through? This is my adversity,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but your adversity of losing an arm or a leg or whatever you've gone through, you know, you think about it all the time. I cannot even imagine what you've gone through. All I can say is, this is what I kind of do when I'm sad or... When I'm scared or what Russell does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it'll work for you. But sometimes you just have to be real quiet if Russell does something or does not doesn't rhyme doesn't or something. We really encourage uh interactive speaking from our audiences, not yes. only with children but families. Yes. It's so important to hear what they have to say and the comments that they make and we learn so much when we walk away, of uh, just things I never knew uh uh, I missed it, you know. I didn't get that. Uh, uh, and sometimes kids just say things that just you walk away and uh, there's nothing you can say. Uh, wow, that was just really powerful. Uh, yeah. Or I wish you could come every day, Russell. Or and the one thing that we do that you know, we did we do it with our vets, we do it with our seniors, we do it with our preschool, elementary, whatsoever. We always say something positive to every single person that we present to. And I remember shaking 300 kids' hands that day, and we say something positive to every single child. And we ask the child or senior if they can speak, is there something you can say positive to Russell? Because he hears it, he knows it. And so we have a real good trend taking thing, I think, kids need
2: to pre-haves. I think animals need to yes absolutely i do, i know as as you know when i have to um the dogs always want to be with me my dogs when i'm in the recording studio but they they've learned that if they are absolutely silent they can stay and they get a treat afterwards but when uh, uh they get restless or uh, move around during a show i've i've taught them to that I can say nice things uh, or I can just hold up one finger to my lips and then they settle down and I always always thank them and I just think I I think it makes a difference I think because they look at me like you know they give me such a response I think the thank you has a lot but that goes to what I want to point out about you before we go the story you told in the first segment about the child who was so afraid she ran out of the room. Or better yet, the one about the, um, it was too noisy in the room. Now I've seen, of course, I went through public schools, so I've seen how teachers can handle uh, uh, disciplinary problems from paddling, which I remember as a child, uh, barbaric, but nonetheless done. and, um, And also the yelling and the screaming and whatever. But for you to come up with the idea—of course, you're a pathologist, so you know these things. But, but you know, to take a pair of earmuffs, put them on the on Russell, and talk about his wearing them because it's so noisy in here—it it's just a tremendous thing. I had the great fortune of working with a conductor many years ago, who uh, and we were a big big time high school choir. and and traveling here and there and singing, and we were good. But we were kids and noisy and so forth. And this guest conductor came in to to conduct us. He took the podium and he did what he wanted us to do. He stood silently. And that was 300 kids from various high schools. And slowly the wave of silence went through the the, uh, choirs until we realized he was waiting for us with great respect. And that's what that's what you give these kids. You give them hope, you give them respect, and you teach them values, even even uh, dietary values. I don't want to run over, but you've got a book here, Just Look and Cook. With, uh, yes, I just came out with that. I want to
0: tell you about that book. Um, please. I wanted to say one other thing. Uh, when you want someone to get quiet, you start Talking.
1: Yes. Almost to
0: the point they can, then they can hardly hear you. <laughs> and
1: then
0: you're almost my uh, marcello. <laughs> and then they go, We can't hear. Oh, I'm sure you can't hear me. Well, if you're quiet, I will raise my voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so you go Beautiful. almost like you just go completely awfully quiet vibrato. Yes. And then you come back. But I think the
0: dog with the earmuffs is. Just another way of saying, remember, you know, Russell's here. He's here for you. He's here for me. He's Mm -hmm. here for your family. And it's so important that when you leave here today, there's something that he's taught you that you will keep with you the rest of your
1: life. Mm -hmm.
0: So we have to really work together as a team. And sometimes there are situations, and of course, we ask kids to kind of say, hey, you're sorry. Please say you're sorry to Russell and that you'll try to do better. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just do it in dog terms because it's kind of easier. Nobody, sometimes you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You want to be respectful always. And if there's a family member, it's easier for them to say their story to Russell Yes. to me. And uh, sometimes you don't want even to get upset or be singled out, but it's Russell. That I would like you to say this too. Yes. Because he cares about you and he wants you to care about him. And it seems to be working. I hope it continues to work.
1: Yes.
0: The thing about Just Look and Cook was a, a, a book that took a long time to uh, put together. Uh, my cousin and I uh, created the recipes. But what we did is we shot that particular book, took the pictures, at a middle school. And we had. And intellectually disabled student build those recipes. Are they the prettiest recipes you've ever seen? Yes. <laughs> and, I, I, and I wanted to do a cookbook that really focused on third-grade SOL patriotic holidays.
1: Huh.
0: Because uh-huh. our kids keep forgetting them. And I keep saying, where are they remembering these holidays? I'm going to do a cookbook. And I thought, you know, so many of our children as they get older who have a disability really uh, need to know how to cook, take care of themselves. And I thought, what a better way to show somebody how to cook this recipe and have it look the way it's supposed to look. And I thought that this particular child did a fantastic job. And of course, in the front of it is my grandmother. Uh-huh. Who was a Cornell Cornell graduate teacher and you see she's posing with oh, food. But
1: it was yes.
0: it was just a really neat little book uh for the holidays and also to help kids who are learning to cook that may not be able to read those long recipes. And at the same time they could learn the um patriotic holiday that they're required to know. And of course in the middle of it I've got Russell in there asking kids wellness questions like uh what's your favorite snack <laughs> so I'm
2: still plugging wellness in a cookbook but from a, from a dog's point of view I gotcha and there <laughs> there's a place for as I look at it there's a place uh, in the book on each for each holiday I guess for yeah. um, the kids to draw or to add their here's one uh, add yeah. your favorite snack be- yeah. below and of course Russell being the great role model he is. <laughs> Is eating salad for a snack. Lettuce, yeah, he's I love
1: eating, it. you you him eating that lesson. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, that was the easiest picture to take. But the thing is, sometimes when the dog does it, I'm going to be willing to try something I've never tried before. Yes. And yes. if Russell can do it, I can do it. don't know there's a lot of interactive uh, cookbooks where kids are drawing in them, but uh, it's nice being the
1: first one,
2: maybe. Exactly. All right, we really must go, uh, Sue Ellen Haver. Haver, this has been fabulous, but we want to leave everyone with uh, contact information. How do they reach you? If a school wants to reach out or family or senior center, how do we get in touch with you? Website, contact information, anything you care to share?
0: Well, just go to www.muscleswithrussell.com or muscleswithrussell at gmail.com and send us a message. Uh, Again, we are putting our schedule together now, and slots are getting filled up, but we would love to come to your school, hospital, church, Christian school, and talk about our life and our story and about wellness and maybe something we can do to help you in what you're doing at your school.
2: Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Sue Ellen Haver, for being on our show today. It's the second time we've talked on radio, and I I have to tell you it's just as as beautiful and inspiring as ever. I'm so glad I'm, I, well, oh, I actually, you. I haven't met you, but I've met you on the phone and on radio. How's that? Uh, and your reputation okay. precedes you. Thank you so very much. And we wish thank you, you and Haver, we wish you and uh, Russell and all those who uh, get introduced to Muscles with Russell all the very best in life. And uh, stick together, everybody. We can make it work, okay? Yeah. Exactly. Thank you so much, Ava. Take care. Thank
1: you. Bye-bye.
2: Bye now. Stay with us, as we'll be right back with a final comment from The Reasonable Voice. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Sometimes children lie, but how can we tell? Many of the Danish films we love take on difficult subjects. They seem to watch without judgment, the better to observe humanity in all of its complexity. Perhaps that is why we love them. In The Hunt, Mads Mikkelsen uses his characteristic reserved charisma to play Lucas, a well-respected kindergarten teacher. Lucas's life is finally on the upswing after a difficult divorce and custody battle, and he has found a promising new relationship. But it will not last. Lucas gives his students needed attention. He guides them, comforts them, helps them grow. Perhaps his genuine warmth is the source of the accusation. A needy little girl craves more and tells a story of inappropriate attention from her favorite teacher. How would you react? Your friend is accused of child abuse. Other children share their stories. Crowd hysteria, or is it? Can we know? This is the story of the effect such an accusation has on one man, his friends, his family, and his community. As in life, guilt or innocence is blurred. It is this realistic lack of clarity within a beautiful package of filmmaking that brings special gravitas to this extraordinary film. The Hunt. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the reasonable voice. Thanking you for joining us and becoming one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Defining us, good Samaritans, hypocritical evangelicals, or fanatic zealots? I believe when we commit to making time for reasonable conscious thinking, we will rediscover it's not just the statues, or trolling congressional pages, or wide-stance men's rooms, or sharpening cue sticks with malice aforethought that defines us. It's the internal struggle that makes us war with one another, believing our individual security and national stability come at the expense of others. It's what keeps at least a third of our exceptional potential languishing in trickle-down and might-is-right faith. In a time of increased finger-pointing, denial of climate, gender, and sexual justice, denouncing, degrading, and humiliating accusers of conduct not becoming human decency, I invite all to fill in the blanks in private— as article comment or social media confession for self-reflection is its own reward if you embrace politicizing evangelical christians to narrow their vote to broaden your chances for victory at their expense you might be a If you think moral character is not the primary goal of all religions, necessity for individual and community mentors, expectation of elected officials, and essential for all heads of state, captains of industry, and extended family circles, you might be a... If you support collusion with foreign international powers, like Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, and Soviet leftovers, you might be a— If you think the most impressive species of freedom, running wild, is best suited on your trophy wall, you might be a— If you are a governor more interested in turning an independent judiciary hard right than protecting American women of all ages from the twisted extremes of self-entitlements, then you might be a— if you think a frank admission and apology of committing a demeaning good old boys club grossly unfunny invasion of a sleeping and therefore non-consenting colleague makes you deserve more shame and congressional censure than a prevaricator-in-chief who brands all sixteen female accusers liars then you might be a press-court gesture holding a predator above the law believing The Bible told me so. If you choose to think all Muslims kill, all Jews are frugal to the extreme, all Catholic priests molest children, or all Christians are like Roy Moore supporters, you might be a... If you avert your eyes from Haitians, Puerto Rico, one million poverty-stricken Alabamians, or the menace to literacy of a $4 billion cut to Texas public education, abandoning 49,000 teachers to unemployment while allowing the future of 43,000 college students to be indentured to Wall Street banks, you might be a... If after a year of mind-boggling self-absorption, we continue to Zeke Heil, a leader possessed by the demon of revenge, compelling him to Groundhog Day is, when somebody hits me, I hit back, while worshipping America's weapons of mass destruction button that puts down planet inhabitants, our mainstay of faith, hope, love, and humanity's fate is embedded with lascivious men of greed rented by Wall and K-Streets, we might be a... If you are a resigned pastor from unprecedented evangelical council endorsing and justifying the alleged sins of a Senate candidate by selectively parsing biblical text, beware, while no religious scholar, I've taught the Bible as world literature to gifted students... And I begin each day listening to audio of the Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the four Gospels. Yes, holy scriptures reveal how God often chooses the least among us to fulfill seemingly impossible missions. But in faith, I challenge Roy Moore's Christianity brand. Exodus. Moses delivers Jewish people from Egypt in penance for committing murder. 1 Samuel, young shepherd David, son of Saul's servant Jesse of Bethlehem, slingshots Goliath to death, becomes king of Israel. 2 Samuel, King David commits adultery with married Bathsheba and murders Uriah. Psalms, King David writes poetic songs, in so doing, perhaps, defining a real man as one who embraces truth about himself. The Four Gospels Indeed, more supporters, the Virgin Mary may have been a minor, but rather than assaulting and humiliating her, Joseph was a loving husband and stepfather to her son. May all of us be made worthy of the forgiveness of all we've offended in heaven and on earth, and live accordingly. Thank you, and join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world.